Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the other life around it, or at least in our house, and the places we go. Like the lab for blood work. Yeah, that's about as far as we go right now. It really is. <laughs> or the grocery two blocks from our house to pick up. Yes. Well, to the- have them put the groceries in our trunk of my car. Hey. Well, you know, the lab is not far either, so. The lab is not far, which is funny because we live in a tiny little town. Well, they added it to the f- to the pharmacy, so. Yeah, okay. It's just funny to me how how many amenities are cropping up in our small town, especially our corner of town up the mountain from the downtown town. I, I, I hate to tell you this, and maybe it's just mostly me, but we're getting old and so more stuff is everywhere while we're aging. That That is a thing that happens, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we went back to Flint, there was stuff everywhere where there hadn't been stuff before. Mm-hmm. The woods that used to be behind my house was now a subdivision, and that made me sad. Yeah. Some of the orange, uh, orange trees by my sisters are now roads and houses. Yeah. So you went and got blood work. I did. And the last time you got blood work, they had to ask you which direction you were transitioning so that they knew which hormone assay to run or to print or to how to code the bottle. How to code the computer to code the bottle to get the correct lab measurement and probably other things that I don't know. Yes. That have to do with the... Different colored caps on lids and things like that. Whatever they do at the lab. I don't know that they do anything different or not. Well, the reference range is different, at least. Mm -hmm. But when you went this time... When I went this time, my lab sheet did not say transsexual. It said transgender. Well, that's better. Well, it also didn't look like it was printed in DOS with those paper things you rip off the side, so... Oh my gosh. It, It just looked like a normal document that you or I see anywhere. That's totally great. Mm-hmm. So they updated a few things there. I don't know if you or any of your cohort in whatever stage of your education you were at, I probably you were doing undergrad and maybe even grad school at the time when that type of printer was like the printer. But like the people I knew, we would get those long strips of the the cog the cog strips mm-hmm. and we would fold them together in zigzaggy patterns and make like garlands. <laughs> <laughs> my my mom had a printer like that for her business. Yeah, there are still some businesses that have printers like that. Obviously, since my endocrinologist <laughs> had one last year. <laughs> <sighs> we do live in a small town. <laughs> yes. So. But we we would do things different when I was at that point in my life. At the same point, you were 20 years later in your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's, I guess, I don't know if college students would have been making paper. I mean, we were doing it in middle and high school. Okay, but I didn't go to college right away, so. No, that's true. But you were also, you know, I mean, you were still hanging out with all the other college people and you were on like the student council and things like that. Like Once I went to school, yes. Yes. So you weren't too atypical, even though you were... 10 a, years older than yeah, everybody else. Non-traditional, yeah, non-traditional, what they would call non-traditional student. Yes, that's right. You're correct. Which is hilarious because I was a non-traditional student at 18. Because you were married. I was married and then I had a kid. 
Mm-hmm. And then I took seven years to get my undergrad degree because I took off two separate semesters and I went part-time for two other semesters. Yeah, that's the non-traditional part. Yeah, see, I was a non-traditional student at 18 and you were a traditional student at, what, 30? Yeah, 27, I think. Is when you started? hmm Nice. Yeah. So anyway, you got blood work. I did. <laughs> no tangents here, folks. You didn't see any tangents. And you had blood work from two different doctors. Yes. The endocrinologist was a little more thorough. So the the things he was asking for, my GP wanted uh, like a lipid panel and I had to do a fasting. I had to do fasting blood work. And it's tricky because uh, our youngest boy here is attending school, which is not what everybody is doing, but he is. In a small self-contained class. Yes. And so I had to manage him because th- there's no not managing him. You you get up and you get ready and then you follow him around <laughs> until he does everything that you absolutely need. And the things I absolutely need are take a shower, mm-hmm. put your pull-up in the trash outside, get dressed yes. with clothes. On the top and the bottom. Yes. And underpants. Yes, please. <laughs> and um, take your meds. Yes. Yeah, that's what I need. And actually, take take your meds is the most important. It totally is. Yeah. <laughs> we want him to actually be able to benefit from his day at school. Yes. And he, he does like school. And it is kind of funny because, you know, there's another kid that just came in there. And he says, uh, the new kid doesn't get along with the other kid that was already there. So there's like three of them and two of them can't get along. Because they're in the behavioral special ed class. Right. <laughs> You expected otherwise? I hope their teacher didn't. I was surprised that the two of them had gotten along as well as they had for as long as they had. That there hadn't been any, like, explosive, like, fist fights or... I think there was a little bit of explosion on the other child's part, and the other child is younger than ours. Mm -hmm. And our child is so social that he tends to take a lot of flack before he gets to a blowing up point when there's social interaction available. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. So trying to get to fasting blood work, which fasting blood work, usually you go first thing in the morning before you get breakfast. You don't try and fast all day and then get your blood work. You let the fast happen while you were asleep. Ideally. But when you have to get up and get a boy and get him ready, you can't just go and do blood work because that's not going to happen on its own, all of the getting ready things. No, no, I'll come back and have to start right where we would have been. So it was more worth it to me, as long as I didn't wake up so early that I was going to be really needing the coffee. I did make a backup plan with Child Zero to take their brother to school, and I would manage him by phone from the parking lot of the lab place. So anyway, after you did get there, the the tech noticed that there were two sets of orders. Yes, and one set had everything that the other set had, and some more. Uh Uh-huh. And so the tech said, oh, good, we don't need to do this twice in the computer. <laughs> right? Yeah. That that would be a challenge. Right. So do you know about how long it'll take you to get those levels back? Because I know we were waiting on your T-levels so that you could try and lobby your doctor for an increase of dose. So the app that I can look at the results in says two to three days. And usually the testosterone results take a little bit longer. They do. They did when it was my turn to get those tests as well. Mm -hmm. 
except I'm not on tea. They just wanted to check how badly out of balance my hormones were because... My poor sister has to go off and do that, although she really needs to. Well, I'm gaining and losing two cup sizes over the course of a month. And I was having, you know, terrible period problems. And so there's something weird with my hormones, but apparently it didn't show up on one test one time. So I'm good. Well, as long as they took the thing out, you are good. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, my chest is still changing every month. I wish they would have taken my ovaries too, but... I vote yes on that for me too. Just take it all away. Right. Make it stop. Yeah, well. Make it stop. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Speaking of make it stop... (laughs) God... Please make it stop. I presume you're leading into the emails. And every time you say it like that, I think of strong, bad emails and the little songs that he would come up with. And you probably have no clue what I'm talking about, strong, bad, or any of it. I'll show you later. Okay. But it was one of the original viral videos on the interwebs in like the early, early aughts. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Okay. Well... The boy's mother has decided to email me, and it always starts out with something like it did this time of, I think this has gone on long enough. I am going to express that other people need to change what they're doing in response to what I did. Yes, that is an accurate translation. It's other people's fault that what I did didn't have good outcome. Yes, apparently. So I did the thing that you do when you get an email that pisses you off. And I wrote back all my answers only to me and you. In a note on your phone that was never going to get sent. Right. And I read it and I said, these are all good things. And they'll just give her a reason to fight. Yes. (laughs) But they are all good things. And it's good that you got them out of your head because now I can validate that they are all good things. Yeah. So I I said the things and then I went back and discussed it with you of... What we had decided some time ago is every time this happens, we will go back to what we said in the first place, which is the same, you know, uh, components. I don't know what they're called right now. Expectations? Yes, those. So these three expectations are what you came up with when, basically when she first decided to walk away because you knew she wouldn't stay away. No, I knew that. So I came up with the expectations so that when she popped back up, I could say, here are my expectations of how I will be able to perceive my child as safe if he is around you. And not only that, but like any person who's going to be in any sort of caregiving capacity for our kid needs to have these three characteristics. Mm -hmm. And they are honesty, responsibility, and transparency. So in kids speak, the way that our boy has learned these and understands them is tell the truth, make good choices, and let everybody see that you're telling the truth and making good choices, or don't be sneaky. Mm -hmm. Sis is hella sneaky. Yeah, which is why, you know, it gets presented as this, I should just see, you know, the kid, that she thinks she should just see him. And of course, he wants to see her Mm -hmm. until he does. But anyhow, it it can't be that way because there is no honesty. The choices made have been very irresponsible. And with transparency, I have no idea how deep and dark the water is underneath that chip. Literal transparency, yes. You You need to see the honesty. You need to see the good choices. Yeah, because 
what happens with a sneaky person like that is, you know, it's all fine at first, but you don't know what really what they're up to. And what and, they're telling everybody else about you and about everything else. Well, and, and all she's done so far is make problems about that. So I can expect that I will have more of the same. So I'm not, I'm not playing around with that. I know I feel sad for him that he can't have that relationship. And I think that ideally having a person who wants to go do things with him and do things outdoors with him and, you know, and so forth is great. But the actual happening, as many divorced parents know, is not good at all. And not only that, but with a person who is as manipulative as that, it's it's just not an emotionally safe situation for him. And so at this point, I feel bad that there's like, I can see the way that her trauma and her mental illnesses create a situation in which she struggles to connect well enough to reality to recognize how she's creating problems for herself and other people. But at the same time, we can't let her create problems for us as the other people. Correct. Absolutely correct. So, you know, he can... He can talk to her on, like, by texting and Instagram because mm-hmm. I can read those. I won't let him have Snapchat. Not for when a lot he's of reasons. talking to girls about being horny and. Oh my God. He's a 13 year old boy. He's doing stupid 13 year old boy things. Yes. And this is one of those things where we do have to clamp down, but we're kind of grateful that he's getting in age appropriate trouble. I don't believe that he is age appropriate about his understanding of what he's doing, but anyhow. Okay. Often I've seen her text him and him not answer. And often when he does ask me for her, it's when he's lost all his privileges and is bored. When he can't play video games and talk to his friends and have video chats with them, then he wants his mom because she will always pay attention to him even when... Even if she's just paying attention to herself in front of him. So there. He is her audience and she is his audience and they are each playing to themselves in front of the other. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that's what he wants when he lacks other stimulus. Yeah, and and I'm sure he does miss her, but he also misses something that's not not even there, not available in too many ways. Right. Um, So also I've mentioned before that he can make a plan with me to talk to her because I have to find another, a third party who would join the call and listen to it. Because of that honesty thing. Yes. And you can't be the only witness to what's being said on either side because he'll say things to rile her up and she'll say things to rile him up. And they'll both feel like they've gotten some sort of positive outcome in that interaction because they had power over someone else's emotions or got someone else to have an emotional reaction to them. Right. But then both of them have been questionably honest before in their ways of dealing with each other. Yes. So another deterrent is I really don't fucking want to do that. (laughs) That is the hard part. Yes. Like, I mean, we could work out somebody else who could have that phone time. We could work out a friend. You you have... Nobody wants to deal with her. I have one person who will do it for me. She has alienated all of who used to be all of y'all's friends. And up until she tried to nuke our family, still were both of our friends. Yeah, none of them will deal with her. So there is one person who will do, who will do it. Your work wife. Yes. Because she values you. And, and there's always this 
struggle for me of, okay, so do I, I, I don't want to make a plan for him ahead of time Mm-mm. because I used to have him call her and now I wish I never had. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make that plan for him. So he's going to ask. So I think what I'll do is, and he's asked a couple times when he's lost privileges in the last couple months, mm-hmm. and I won't let him do it while he's throwing a fit. Mm-mm. So I'm going to talk to my work wife and say, you know, I'm expecting that he may want to speak to his mother during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what kind of availability might you have to help me with that? Please. Right. So that you'll be ready for that nonsense to be coming at us. Mm-hmm. And and not down for explaining in the emails all the nonsense, because as you boil it down before, if you can't remember what lies you told because you so, told so many lies, that dishonesty is your problem. And that's the thing she's doing. You know, you sent her this email once again, outlining these three expectations. And she emails back and says, oh, I am being honest and I am being responsible. And I don't see how you think I'm not. And so she's looking for you to give her details that she can argue with. Yeah. And she's likely to say that to him. Your dad's not explaining what the problem is or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the problem is very simple. You disappeared on your child. You blame it on everybody else. And that's only a fraction of your nonsense. And the boy knows that she told lies to other people Mm -hmm. when she emailed and said she wasn't going to see him anymore and then said to a whole bunch of other people that she was being blocked from him. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing that she tried to email you like, I don't know why you're blocking me from my kid. And we're all like, you can text him. You can chat with him. My phone, probably a week or so before that email, my phone rang with her number on it. Because I looked at my phone, because I've taken her out of my phone, but I know that phone number. Right. And I saw it coming up and I thought, now that's interesting. Now something else is going to happen. I didn't know that she had called yeah. But um, Just did she up. leave a voicemail? No, it rang once. Not even long enough to actually answer. Right. Well, I wasn't going to answer, but... Well, still, yeah. the fact that, you know, if it had gone on long enough, then it would indicate that, like, she actually wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But no, she let it ring once and thought better of having called. And so then she sends you an email with blatant lies, like, I, I don't know why you've blocked me from my child, when she was the one who emailed and said she wouldn't be seeing him. I won't be seeing him for a while. No, now but... she's she's saying in her email, well, what I was trying to say was, and I'm like, well, then why didn't you say the thing you were trying to say? And you seem to have words. If you what seem you to have lots of them all really the time. meant. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. Like, this is what we always tell the boy, that, you know, if you didn't really mean what you were saying, then you should have said what you really meant. Mm-hmm. Because if you say what you don't really mean, people will think you mean what you really said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think... Uh, I just had a thought go through there, two of them, one of them horrifying, which is that she'd want to talk to me. I wouldn't like that. You need a you need a, a backup because the last time she talked to you alone was like 90 minute shit fest. Well, I won't talk to her alone. That's for sure. I probably need to make a plan for that. Right now, my, my initial plan is no thanks. I think until you have a better plan to maintain your mental and emotional well-being when that happens and to have backups, witnesses, recordings, something mm-hmm. as evidence of what was said, mm-hmm. right? then un- until you can have those safeguards in place, I think no thanks is the right plan. But I also think we need to work on having those safeguards because no thanks doesn't work forever. No, it doesn't. Although she hasn't called me all this time, knock on wood, which well. I won't do because the microphone's on it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're welcome. God. 
uh, to, to actually try to talk to me, which is good. I don't think she wants to talk to me either. Well, according to her, every time she talks to you, you attack her, which is so much projection. I don't even know what to do about it. Like, if she projected harder, we'd see it on the moon. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Bob. It's big sign. <laughs> the other thing was yes. boiling down, like, what the problem is here. It's something along about being accountable and disappearing for all that time, but it was it was boiled down into about three words, one of them being at least three to four syllables. That's what I can tell you. If I'm, that's I'm, not an odd description. No, that's totally a you description. Right? That's why I'm laughing. I know. <laughs> because coping humor. Yes. Oh my God. Well accountability yes you don't need to be the person maintaining her accountability though if she can't hold herself accountable then she can't be trusted as a parent end of story correct if she can't evaluate her own choices and see where the dishonesty was and where the irresponsibility was and where the lack of transparency where she was being sneaky to hide the dishonesty and the irresponsibility Mm -hmm. then she's not there and that's what you need to... That might be my next email. That That is going to be your... Yeah. Here's, here's the same thing I'm saying from the other side of the same, you know, same words, same thing. And... From, from the other side. That's what we were talking about earlier is yeah. that that's going to be your next email saying you need to figure out for yourself because everybody else in our world that shares the world and shares interactions with us and with her... Or has shared them with her. ...can attest to all the dishonesty... Mm-hmm. When she first started to try and nuke our family, there was a lot of our extended chosen family who were actually on her side. Mm-hmm. But when they started realizing that she was telling everybody different stories and they would talk to each other and say, oh, she told me this thing. And somebody else would say, no, she said this thing that contradicts that. And and they realized just how she was manipulating all of them. Mm-hmm. And they realized, oh, she's being dishonest about all of this. Yep. And even if there was a a bit of honesty somewhere, if it's surrounded by dishonesty, it doesn't count. Well, nobody nobody's Lies, gonna lies care. are often based on some drop of honesty, mm-hmm. some bit of truth. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. And so, if she's unwilling or unable to have that level of self awareness, then that's what it is. And that's the next thing you're going to tell her in the next email. Yes. In the meantime. Hmm. You and I are going to try to take a drive and a walk tomorrow away from our house. Because I took a day off work Mm -hmm. while you're taking a whole week off work. Yes. And so we're going to go and do a thing out of doors. Yes. Because we've been cooped up way too fucking long. Yeah, we need to do something. The furnace guy, the HVAC guy, Mm -hmm. I told him today, I said, I'm glad you're not coming back tomorrow because he's going to come the next day to finish the job. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, because I'm going snowshoeing tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, good, because I'm going to play golf. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he said he hasn't played golf in months and he needs some fun because it's been a long time since there's been any fun. Yeah. And it's a funny thing about living in the mountains. You can go in the valley and play golf and go up the hill and play, go snowshoeing. But yeah, it's... Well, we don't know. We have to take a look at the snow and see if it's feasible. If not, we'll take a walk. Yeah. But still, it's nice to be able to do a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we've been this whole freaking pandemic. Like we're cooped up most of the time, mm-hmm. but we have options and we still have our jobs and we're actually able to contribute more to our community because we're saving money on things that we're not doing because of pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it feels weird. 
you were saying that earlier that like this is the most boring pandemic ever and i was like only for us but <laughs> yes it's boring for us because we're not having a problem and like I can these see are our problems that we I have can, emails and well <laughs> today i i could i got a glimpse of what some people could find as boredom that's what i said to you is you know if you if you're not getting sick and nobody that you know or around you is getting sick um and you don't have anything pressing cuz i'm off of work all i have is parenting which is the other three quarters of my life. Right. That there's this space and time where I was just standing there like, should I be doing something? So I got a glimpse of that, what the boredom could feel like. Of course, I haven't watched all the Netflix and all the Prime and all the whatever and done any of those things at all. So yeah. I would still have that if I had that time. But you don't have that time because you fill it up with things. I mean, like, even though you're on vacation this week, can mm -hmm. you hear the air quotes? There's, there's stuff. There's housework and repairs and to-dos. Aaron, I, I did an errand today, which usually you would do, but you've been a little swamped. My work is, I have federal reports coming up due. I, I was waiting on data. Mm -hmm. And now that I have the data, I can compile the reports, but they got me the data late. So I'm spending a lot of time compiling data into reports because it's a, de a deadline. Yes. What's nice is that the things that I have to do, I don't have to fit around and in between work. Yes. So... So you went to the store today instead of me. Yes, I did. It takes me longer to find things in the store because I'm not used to where things are. Um, and also, I took my aunt with because oh God, I wanted her to be able to go out of the house without being on the loose. Yes, although she lives a block from a Walmart. So you know she's in there once or twice a week at least. She probably is. And she did escape in the big store too. But I, I found her. Didn't take too long. She escaped while I was returning Zero Child's jacket at the returns. Right. Anyhow, I wonder why I was telling you that. Because rabbit trails. <laughs> okay. So it's boring. And I can see how, like, people would be getting bored and getting antsy and wanting to go out and do the things. I've also heard people talk about how they felt like they wasted the beginning of the pandemic because they knew they had all these things that they could and should do and had been on the to-do list for a long time, and they didn't do those things. I did those things. You did, but you also were in a better headspace than a lot of people. I mean, there are a lot of people who are losing jobs or who had, you know, more exposure and more risk that was taking up more cognitive bandwidth to process. Well, these are people who are podcasting, so not so much were they having those problems. They're, you know, writers and okay. TV people and even like even so, I mean, it's a pandemic. I can I can give people a little grace if they're, oh, yeah. you know, cognitively overwhelmed, emotionally overwhelmed, and then not finding the willpower to overcome their overwhelm to go and do the things. That's how the eighth grade homework gets done next door. Just I like that. Go and overcome the overwhelm by sheer force of will. Yes. <laughs> Mine, not theirs. Yes. It's true. Well, the overwhelm is theirs. Yes, the problem that gets uh, the overwhelm is a problem, and the overwhelm creates other problems mm -hmm. that look like uh, immobility but are not. Number three gets into the perfectionism paralysis mm -hmm. cycle. Yeah, they are encountering 
They skipped sixth grade. And so they missed out on some skills that are usually taught at the beginning of middle school. They wouldn't have paid attention. No, they wouldn't have. So it doesn't matter. But nonetheless, they tend to get into this position where if they don't automatically know how to do a thing, then they assume they don't know how to do the thing and can't figure out how to do the thing. That's also a lot of their generation. Yes. And so I have to go there and do the hand-holding and the baby-stepping and the... No, really, you can. Now get your ass in gear. And here's how you'll do it. So now do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me give you some sentence stems. Let me give you a basic outline that you can fill in. Let me give, you know. You give I, a lot I, of examples of examples how to move forward. And other scaffolding. They still need to do the, the work. Yes. But I provide mm-hmm. more scaffolding for them mm-hmm. to help them get to the doing of the work. Yes. Yeah. So... It feels weird to say, but like our pandemic has been really smooth. Hey, well, it's not over. No, it's so not. We won't say that yet. No. It, it has, well, you could say it, what you said. It has been, but. You know, it has been, yeah. yeah. And we'll get the vaccination when it's available, but we are not first in line for it because our quarantine has been smooth. Yes. <laughs> we don't but, have frontline job. Well, you have a frontline job, but. But it's not, I, I'm not constantly on the front line like many medical professionals who haven't had a day off since who knows when. Right. And I don't know whether your mental health profession will put you in the first round of you know, healthcare providers or not. That's something that the agency I work for will decide what, right. will, what will be happening. We, we, you know, if they decide that, then the health department will tell us to get in line and stick our arm out or And that's what whatever. we'll do because we like science. Yes. But, you know, they need to give it to people who are more at risk than us because we are hella privileged. Mm-hmm. If we do get, if I do get a vaccine, sooner than I would otherwise expect, it will be because they want me to be able to go out there again. And I don't know how much time is in between those two doses mm-hmm. of vaccines. So. Yeah, all of the available vaccines right now, all of the ones in trials are two-dose vaccines. So mm-hmm. I want to like- say they're like a couple weeks apart, less than a month. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if your agency wants you guys to be back out there doing the things. Well, and some, many of us are, it's just, they try to stagger it a bit. So, it, you know, and if you go out that you have two weeks that you're not out there in case you're infected and that way you're not giving it to everybody, only the people at your house. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. So. Well, do we have anything else on our list? No, that was all of our list. I was about to ask you if there was anything else that's made our pandemic run smoothly or that's been... No, just basically we're in the middle of nowhere, so, you know. Yeah. And we're smart enough to uh, follow the recommendations of the scientists. Well, and not only that, but we have the privilege to do so. We have jobs where we can mostly work from home. We have a home that we have to ourselves. Well, there's other choices that people having those privileges make. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There are people who have our level of privilege are the ones out there being asses. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really take a survey, but (laughs) well, let's just all keep trying to get through this. That's all we can do. I think you're right. So is that it for now? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com 
or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. The things he was asking for my, my, um, oh, geez, it's getting late. And what do you call him? GP? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> you don't even need words. You just need letters. <laughs> yeah, that works. It's less brain power at this time of day. <laughs> Called right Expectations? Now. Yes, those. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting tired, you poor guy. Um, uh, do we need to do some jumping jacks real quick? Why? To help wake you up? No. Okay. I don't like that idea. <laughs> I did think of it beforehand, but then I didn't do it, so. Oh, well. Mm. And they are? Honesty, transparency. I, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> and I won't do the jumping jets. <laughs> I don't want to be awake. And now I'm thinking of the primary debate last year when What's-His-Bucket forgot about the Department of Education or something. <laughs> They're like, yeah, these agencies, I'll get rid of them. The one, the two, and the something else. Yeah, the other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, honesty, responsibility, and transparency. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen. So So start over. Okay. Those, those, res- those, I make words now. <laughs> <laughs>